Welcome back to Separate Bedrooms. Welcome. We, we have some cool, fun mics today. We're keeping it cool, sexy, and fun. Yep. Um, Julius had a lookbook shoot, so yeah. Craig is here producing today, and he's, producing he's giving us a new Viberino. Yeah, the vibs in here are a little different, but I like it. I feel very official. I feel like I'm like on a talk show right it now. It feels very pro. Yeah, it does. Like, it's very pro, and I'm like, I, I put almost, on a shirt with buttons. Yeah. Well, this is the shirt. Okay, if you guys have listened to the last episode where we had the missing dry CHCM. cleaning, the CHCM missing CHCM saga, this is one of the missing shirts. And yep. I'm so happy you're like using you're, you're you get to you get to like flex your CHCM. my professional shirt game. Yeah, which is so good. Like your shirt game is so crazy. Thank you. And Thank I feel you, like babe. the people should know. They need to know. And he also looks so good in olive green. Mm, mm, like, it's just, thank you. It's I'm just getting like, complimented. It's like color. Olive Damn. green is your color, ooh, babe. Ooh, we got to have Craig here more often. I'm telling you, right. the bibs. The bibs, man. Yeah. Today, should I introduce today's dish? Oh, yeah. This is a good one. All right. Our guest, we have a big guest today. One of my favorite director, writer, actors, Justin Chan, mm -hmm. writer, director of Gook, Blue Bayou, Miss Purple, mm -hmm. Jamojaya. Uh, you may know him from Twilight, you know? Yeah. So he eats healthy. The last time I took him to eat, we went to the Salty Girl because I was like, let's try some Boston seafood in LA. Yeah, shout out Newberry Street. Shout out Newberry Street. <laughs> shout out Tin Fish. Yeah, I have to say it's not nearly as good as the one on Newberry, even yeah. though the Newberry one's patio is infested by bees. I went with Dion. Yeah, shouts to Dion, the mayor of Newberry Street. We went and like I just got I stung by multiple bees. I, that happens to me too. Lobster. I've like gotten up and left the patio like running from a bee. Yeah, yeah. Um, something something is going on at the Salty Girl patio. Yes. I don't think I will be trying the Salty Girl again. Love you guys. Well, here's what I say about that. I don't like my seafood to catch flights. Yeah. Like, so the one in Boston just feels like it would be better. Yeah. I'm a little biased. And then, so Justin eats healthy. That's what I noticed. Yeah. Like, even we got like tinned fish and salad and he was like lightly picking around it. And I'm like, oh, this is how people get in shape for shit. I think yeah. I get in shape by being like, Look, I didn't eat rice with this meal and instead ate ice cream. You said one of the funniest things you've ever said to me in our in my entire life of knowing you last night. What? So, okay. <laughs> Fuck. For like, oh, and for the record, I had one drink for the first time in months and was like so paused. It was so funny. Okay, so we're, I'm like laying in bed. He went to dinner last night and I stayed home. I'm just like aggressively pregnant and I want to be in bed. So I'm in bed watching Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. He comes home and joins me in bed and we're like, we're having the best time. And he's like, ah, oh, I didn't eat that much at dinner. Like, I'm kind of hungry. Would you judge me if I went to go get chips? And I'm like, no, go get chips. Like, I don't care. And I'm like, I'm just like teasing him. I'm like, oh, you're, you're going to get the, oh, you're going to starve me to go get the chips. And he comes down from having his snack, which like required the microwave. Like I heard the microwave involved in the snack. So he comes back down and he goes, you know, babe, I know I said I was going to like get in shape and be hot for like when our son was born because I, I want him to be impressed. But like he's not even going to he's not really going to realize. So he's like, I'll just wait. Tell. And he goes, I'll wait till he's three. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you're giving yourself three years. Like, <laughs> if you wanted to get in shape, you could do it in 30 days. 
Like, you wouldn't even need 30 days. He's like, I need three years. The um, truth is, weight loss as a fat man is just, you get to it and you're looking. Hold on. Let me, uh, I'm going to show you. All right. You're just mentally like. Like, look, I, I from the hours of like 9 a.m. to about 7 p.m., I'm on my weight loss journey. You are. You're I'm like, like so good. Feeling good. I feel like all my swelling goes away. It's yeah. phenomenal. And then around 7 p.m. is just a staring contest between me and this. And I'm just like. Well, I would also like to say, like, look at the size of this ice cream. And then I want you to pull out the other sizes of the ice cream. We started getting like, I don't know the. I'm like DJ Khaled looking at this ice cream. Like, yeah, like you want to fuck you that ice yourself. cream more than you want to fuck me. Yeah, I'm just like. <laughs> No, but the ice cream sizes, like before I got pregnant, we used to get the mini ones. Like, I don't know if, if we'll insert a picture of the mini ones. And then we started getting like the regular Ben and Jerry's pint ones. And now that's the size we're getting. The t- I'm like, this is light work. We I'm like, get the mini ones? Like we would go to Air One and get like, there was two bites in a fucking thing. And like, I was at the time kind of like, oh my God. I was like, whatever. This man's like, he's, he's a Hollywood guy. If I will only eat two bites of ice cream, if that's what he needs, that's fine. Now we're getting vats. Now we're getting vats. Now we're like pulling up to the ice cream shop, getting ice cream and leaving with cartons as well. We're like, oh, I'll take a mint chocolate chip double scoop in a cone. And then also we'll get the carton to go. So we can just, we don't have to come back here. We can just keep doing that. I'm lightly toasting almonds here as part of the dish, but keep going. Do not, this is better. Me, me staring at the Tillamook, like, Birdman staring at Lil Wayne, early 2000s. That's that's yeah. the vibe here. That's what fucks up my diet. For sure. Start getting yeah. horny for the Tillamook. That's a good flavor, though. Yeah. And I, Rock, yeah. Sea, Rocky Road. Sea, Rocky Road. You know? Yeah. Yeah, we're just, we're getting into it. But guys. But yeah, news... so we're going to make a healthy dish. Oh. This is Thomas Keller's famous zucchini technique. Yeah. And I freak it out. I really, I, I'm, I'm calling this the Silk Road Thomas Keller zucchini because I'm, I'm bringing in some techniques from, there's like Middle Eastern vibe. There's a Western Chinese vibe with a little white man French technique. It's very nice. Very nice. We love that. Silk Road laundry. <laughs> we love that. Well, anyways, guys, there's a lot of news happening this week. Um, Britney Spears is getting a divorce. I don't Yo, know. Sh- I don't know. If you shouts guys know. to Plies' coverage of Britney Spears. Honestly, one of my favorite ongoing Instagram series is Plies' reaction videos to Britney's dancing. Yeah. And we have to credit the homie from the comedy store. We do. I don't us. okay, so I, I don't know his name off the top of my head. I will find it and we will insert it. He's a comic man. and he's often at the comedy store. He's brilliant. And probably eight months ago, a year ago, we were there. He did this bit where he is like, Did we make a mistake freeing Britney? Did we did we free her and unleash something that we maybe were being protected by? Like, were they protecting us, not freeing her, essentially? And then he starts to act like Britney on Instagram, but as a pterodactyl. Yeah, he's he like, does, like yeah. it's fucking amazing. Does, it's truly one of the funniest sets that I've seen at the comedy store. Um, he's brilliant. 
And just like amongst ourselves now, when we see the videos of her, especially like just like very recently, it seems a bit unhinged. And like, I'm very happy that she's free. And I just hope that somebody's looking out for her because it does feel a little crazy. It definitely feels she, like one of those things that a lot of look, I was part, I was supporting free Britney, you know, like totally. I, I do feel like there's a lot of these liberal causes we all supported for the last couple of years that were like, oh, shit. Yeah. What did we do? What did we do? What did we make a mistake? What happened was Britney's, you know, like. Well, I definitely am happy for her that she's out of the conservatorship. But I do think like maybe, maybe we freed her a little too hard. Mm. Should there have been levels to the freeing? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like the, like a, like a 12 step program of freeing her. Yeah. My, my thing too is just like the public outrage over things that we don't have intimate detail and accounts of. I'm just like, I'm not so sure we need to have such hard opinions. Well, there's also this insane, and I I love conspiracy theories. Like I love to dip my toe in. I think just as a Greek person, that's in my blood. That looks hot. Just letting them know that part of this is to do scoring of your zucchini. So it looks like it has fishnets on. And this mm. is going to help the cooking process. Yeah. Zucchinis are like 96% water. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of water. Yeah. So part of Thomas Keller's phenomenal technique here is he will score the zucchini, give it some fishnet. He puts salt on it. Now, the salt I'm using today <coughs> Bless you. is my little thank you. Western Chinese like Silk Road mixture. It's got dried chilies, Szechuan peppercorns, cumin, and salt. I grind it all down. You guys have seen it on a previous show. This is like my Lowry seasoning salt. Mm. So that's what's going to give it a lot of nice Western Chinese Silk Road flavor, but also salt to take out a little of this moisture from the zucchini. So this is what you do with your zucchinis. You cut off the ends, cut them in half, fishnet them, lay them down on paper towel. Let them rest for a little bit. And we can continue because I will be doing this for every single zucchini. I love that. Um, I was just going to, I don't want to spend too much time on Brittany. All I will say is she posted a photo of her in a green dress and she said, put on my little green dress, spent the night with my boys. And there was some like explicit, you know, she was like, I was like, oh, I I see what you're getting at. Like you got a divorce and now you're in your green dress spending the night with your boys. It's hot. Things went down. I think we can all assume that it was a sexy night. Brittany's back um, outside. Brittany's back outside and she's single and she's free. And I really need to go back to the comedy store and see our man's elaborate. On I think his next... name is Justin something. Justin. Justin. And I want to say his last name starts with a W. We will find Martindale. Justin Martindale. Justin Martindale. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. This is him. Justin Martindale. Yeah. Um, he's incredible. You can follow him at Justin Martindale on Instagram and I'm sure he will update you on the free Britney situation. Um, another thing I want to get into is there's like, it's kind of a breakup, but everyone's breaking up with Scooter Braun this week. Justin Bieber, Demi, Ariana, Adina Manzel, or as John Travolta would say, Adina Mazzamana. Um, yeah, so something's going on there. I don't know what's going to happen. We will be following the story. But all I know is that Justin is no longer with Scooter Braun. I think it's free Justin now. 
This zucchini is gonna be so good. <laughs> I will so just, good. I will just make my own. Damn! Now I see. Comments. Now I see why somebody didn't show up for the James Shin episode of the pod. Did you I, have inside information? I didn't. No, I didn't have any inside information. But um, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, James Shin works with Scooter Braun, but is one of my favorite guests. One of our favorite people. I think, one of my in the favorite world. people. I think James Shin is, and also happy birthday. He's also happy one of the top scorers on multiple arcade games in Sherman Oaks. I just want to say all the positive things about James Shin. I love James Shin. Although he is aboard the SB Titanic. Oh, wow. The SB Titanic. Damn. <laughs> Damn. It's like the submarine that went down trying to find the Titanic. <laughs> the Camping World, <laughs> camping world Productions. Yeah, the Camping We never talked about that on the pod because we took that week off. But that shit, like I was in... I don't know. I was I on was, the James Shin episode. I don't know where you were no, at. No, that happened after. Anyways, <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to leave. <laughs> I'm, about, I'm about to leave. I'm about to leave now. I'm, I'm, about, I'm currently leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving. What you're witnessing now is not me. Um... So Dylan Dennis is dragging Logan Paul and his fiance. Oh, this is the best shit. And if you just go to Dylan Dennis's Twitter, I don't really know anything about this guy, to be real. I found out about him in the last two weeks since he's been dragging this girl through the mud. This is the best shit talk since 50 Cent Challenge Floyd Mayweather. This is the best shit talk <laughs> since 50 Cent Challenge Floyd Mayweather to read one page of a Harry Potter book. <laughs> this is, yeah, this is the best. And then since, and then it was, that happened and then 50 Cent um, demanded his million dollars from Randall Emmett. And that was the second best. And this is the third. Yep. This is truly incredible. And I mean, I feel for the fiance because like, what the fuck did she do? I feel like a lot of the photos are kind of just like old Instagram photos of her par probably just like partying and he's just finding them. He's like, oh, she definitely fucked this guy. And it's like, just because you have a photo with a guy doesn't mean you fucked them. But this is boxing trash. This is like boys I boxing trash talk. Know. We're not looking for facts. We're just looking for the best burn. Like, I know. Who can disparage someone with the least amount of facts? I know, but I just <laughs> find it like kind of crazy because I'm everyone's like every time he posts a photo of her with a guy they're not even they're, they're just like posing for a photo everyone's like oh my god logan paul must be like fucking freaking out right now and i'm like what like yeah but could you imagine if like somebody posted a photo of you every time you've been in a photo with a woman i would be like i don't give a fuck like i truly don't care like who is this girl i don't care you know what I mean? No, I honestly, everybody's marrying somebody lightly used. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I married you when you were 40. Like, yeah. there's fucking miles on this car. Like, yeah. <laughs> this shit is used. Yeah. I'm very, that. like, yeah, there's a Carfax. I have there. miles too. Like, yeah. there, my Carfax is full of accidents. Babe. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God, bitch. <laughs> the shit is funny. If, if the shit was good, it was used. You know, like, like what do you want? Like, I'm lightly want this, used. I'm like, you want this Victoria's <laughs> Secrets model, like S, like uh, SI swimsuit, whatever it is, Sports Illustrated. You want her to be a virgin who's never taken a photo with a man? Yeah, seriously. I, I actually, you need someone that is at least lightly 
lightly you lightly played played some games so they got moves you know what i yeah, mean or like just like i would and it's so funny this is a it's like looking at tapes of like ancient basketball right when people first started playing basketball it's like a white guy like bob cousy dribbling in circles like this yeah wearing and, a pair of converse and then it's like a peach basket and they're jumping and shooting like like this yeah you you don't want to have sex with that person you want to have sex with the dude who's like yo i got 50 years of tape like i got fucking yeah. moves i got inside out like crazy shit i don't even think it's like whatever like i'm sure there's virgins out there who like the first time they're having savant sex, they're called like, savants, savants yo Do you know what i mean they're like, called savants they don't need any type of experience they just know like you just be knowing whatever and then there's people who probably yeah i'm in a, a chat where certain dudes will just good at it post they, they would just text to the chat like yo savant yeah you know like this this yeah. this person's a savant yeah I like mean, look out they're just like good at certain things yeah but here's the thing. I know women... I would say you're a savant. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> if someone's proposing, if someone's proposing after knowing you in under a year, give dead giveaway, you're a fucking savant, right? Yeah, you can't you can't just like order this off the menu. No, no. People like if 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 homies produ pr proposing within the year. I think they also had that happen. Like I think he proposed. Oh, it was within the year? I think so. I don't know. It was very... Um, well, there's very two quick. ways to become a savant. Either you're just natural-born talent or you worked to become a savant. Yeah. And from Dylan's uh, investigation, I think she seems like she worked. A it was, but what's she's, wrong a with that? she's a veteran. She's a veteran. This is something I've heard women say <clears throat> so much in my life. They're like, you want a guy who's like gotten it out of his system, right yeah. like quote unquote like he's gotten it out of his system he's not gonna run away he's done it all he's like ready to just set and i'm you like you know how many okay, cars so have so many problems the first twenty thousand miles you want someone to drive it figure out what's wrong get the Let's new see, fucking this is shit. a perfect example eddie has a take can that shit brand new should be top of the line right that mm -hmm. shit has been in the shop a lot a lot we love people, it though shout out to some porsche. people out here pushing shout out porsche we love porsche it's just like a computer thing but what i'm saying is new technology sometimes it's not that great so i know people pushing the same toyota corolla since 06 and that shit has not had one problem yeah used is sometimes better i have a used kelly you got a used man i have a used hermes <laughs> kelly i have a used man i got my i got my i got my hermes kelly from the real real I got my man from the streets. <laughs> this Who am I this, this car came with the Toyota Corolla neck tattoo. <laughs> yeah, he had another bitch's name tattooed on his neck when I met him. He had to switch it up real quick. Lightly used. He was like, we were on our third date and he came through with a new, I was like, so who's, I was like, is that a new person you got in the middle? Should I be, or that, oh, it's a tequila brand. Okay. I, I did get got... her a dedication tattoo though, you know? And this time I did no, not I put her name. I just put Natasha's one. number and his Betty Boop. Yeah. With a Knicks jersey dress, whether she accepts this as a dedication tattoo or not, it is a dedication tattoo. Because yeah. I would not be getting an Alec Burks fucking tattoo. I'm going to get um, a Toyota Corolla tattoo and dedicate it to Eddie. Fine. Gonna, yeah. Gonna yeah. Get, get the, a Toyota I'm Corolla. I'm going to get the O2 Toyota Corolla. The Carfax are going to say used up. <laughs> used up real bad. Yeah, number. We'll right here. Number 34. Number 34. Mm. Is that your number? I like it. Charles Barkley, number 34. I feel like you should do something with eight because you're like Chinese and that's like a good money number. It's like a good. I just love Charles Barkley. Okay. But maybe, yeah, 34. 34 is my number. Charles okay. Barkley. It's always okay. been 34. That's my guy. I like that. Yeah. Um, COVID's back. Yeah. A little bit. So that's a bummer. 
because of the Taylor Swift concerts. Oh, but but breaking after news, seeing news, after seeing news. what has happened to breaking Scooter news. Braun and SB Titanic, no, I have to say I'm a Swifty. We are Swifty because now. anybody who goes exactly. against Taylor Swift just gets bodied. And here's the thing: we talk about. This I a love lot. Taylor. I would catch COVID no. to see Taylor we Swift. Love That's Taylor Swift. how much my opinion has changed in one you, week. If this tour is still going on once I give birth. I don't care where the fuck the concert is. I'm taking a flight to go see it. Well, I'll go to fucking Birmingham, Alabama. I'll go anywhere. We're going, I take it all back. Swifties. We're going to the fucking concert. I feel like some people, some people, Andrew Schultz went on a fucking podcast and he said, the only person you can compare Taylor Swift to is Michael Jackson. Bro, okay? look at what this yogurt just did to my brand new fucking shirt. The CHCM got that's the body. Taylor, that's the Taylor Swift karma. Fuck. Now it has to go back. You can't to the dry make this cleaner. shit up. We might never see it again. Yo, how do I clean this, babe? Okay, so what you're gonna do right now is just we're gonna dab. Please help. Please, I don't please, rub. please help. Okay. That's just there's dairy on my shirt. No. Fuck, is dairy? Does like... dairy come out now? Yeah. Should I just should I just no, put no, this no, in no, water? Babe, this is fine. And then Paula's here, so we'll have her. See, you can't even ironically talk shit about Taylor Swift. Shit just happens. You She's. I wasn't talking shit. I'm. I will go to Birmingham, Alabama. Taylor Swift. Damn, bro, do not go against her. What's her sign? She's a Sagittarius. <clears throat> I don't know why I have that information in the front of my brain. It is. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so anyone who comes for her gets like she played the long game with karma, though. Like, you know how we've we've spoken about this a couple of times? Kanye like, is still slowly dying. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, Kanye, years. Wrapped. He was on top of the world. And Wrapped. then That man is waited. a calzone. Wrapped she like a calzone. And she just sat back and she made songs called like Revenge and like Snake in the Grass and shit. Like, I don't actually know what they were called. But why does she dress like a Southern flapper still? I'm just like, yo. Well, I but I love it. I actually right. love it. I. You know what? I have to say, I do love that she dresses like a Southern flapper. Here's what I'll say. I respect that she just, like, has never attempted to be like, I'm going to do a look. Because there's a lot of people that I think in Hollywood, like, you can tell when they're like, oh, I'm going to do this thing. And you're like, oh, is that you? I feel like she dresses for herself. She does. She's always at a great Gatsby party in Birmingham, Alabama, She's which is fire. Birmingham. My Alabama. favorite housewives is the Salt Lake City joints. Yes. There's a, a grandpa fucker. There's <laughs> wild shit going on. And they had a great Gatsby party. Everyone had the same fucking headband. And yeah. it just made me think like, damn, Taylor Swift has such good style. Well, Taylor Swift probably crushes in Utah. Crushes. She's blonde. Crushes. She's tall. She's thin. She like has musical talent. She would be the Joseph Smith Mormon. fucking loves Taylor Swift. Yeah, Joseph Swift. Or Joseph, Joseph Smith. Smith, yo, get it right. Get <laughs> Joseph it right. Swift. Joseph Smith is a Swifty. You God, heard it here first. God, Joseph Smith. The Mormons are gonna like write in something, and it's gonna be like one of their chants will be like a Taylor Swift song. <coughs> and she has a song. I wish we could fucking play it. She has a song. It's like Karma is my boyfriend. Karma is a god. Like, she really is the most masterful manifester of our generation. She fucking is. Of, of maybe <clears throat> all time. She's unfuckwittable. Unfuckwittable. Un <clears throat> it just is a thing. Fair use uh, dictates that because we've been talking about her, 
you can actually play. Oh. A little bit of her song. We're playing it. Love it. Let's call Scooter it. for the clip. Yeah, let's see. <laughs> he owns, doesn't Scooter own He owns master. like all of it. Yeah. He owns Damn. all of it. Damn. Scooter, you want to you wanna put that in, in our pod episode? SB Titanic presents <sighs> the Taylor Swift catalog. Yeah. Well, that's crazy. We've been really into <clears throat> WWE recently. Oh, my God. Hurricane rewatch of all the great NWO matches. Incredible. Yeah. So the hurricane came and really, like, truly, if you got fucked up, we feel for you. We didn't. We just had, like, a light rain day. But we decided to rot. The entire weekend we like we woke up and we were like we're rotting, rotting. We're we do rotting. it's rotting time and we're which is basically like we shut the curtains in our house like we shut we make it dark it's a we blackout every blind, we black the fuck out right and then we just sit on the couch and we binge and we order postmates or we cook and we just rot from like 8 a.m to 10 p.m and then we go to sleep and we wake up and we do it again so we rotted but we got really into wwe we got really into NWO. Super into Hell in a Cell. Like, if you ever run this shit back, it's on Peacock, streaming for free. Fire. Fire. And what, what like, in the rewatch, because I haven't watched this shit probably since, like, the 90s, maybe, like, 2002 was the last time. The acting is phenomenal. This is the best the written show. are phenomenal. Yo, the WWE, the NWO storyline, yeah. the best written shit ever. It's like yeah. wrestling West Wing. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's, it's fucking out of but control. Like, these people are the theatrics. Did you just call them these people? <laughs> you just called Hulk Hogan and Kevin Nash and Scott Hall these people? Yeah, like these That's wrestlers. So these athletes. Damn, these I'm reporting this white woman. I'm reporting this white oh, woman. White now, <laughs> you episode. said these people. I'm just running back to the episode where you're like, you're not white. Yeah, I'm just you're messing not with white. All right, let's not run it back to any episodes because my Carfax isn't the best. <laughs> um, so whatever, it's just so oh, good. Oh, can I show the viewer something? Yeah. You see the moisture came out? My zucchini wet. Mm. Wet. Big wet. Big wet zucchinis. Wet. <laughs> wet. They're wet and they have because fishnets on. They got yeah, wet fishnet zucchinis. This is spicy. I'm going to sear them on this side for a few minutes. You know what's funny about this recipe? But yeah, full disclosure, I mean, I'm on the SB Titanic. You know, I'm still riding with the SB Titanic. We got, you know, we have a project with James. Yeah. Which, I love James. We have a project with Scooter. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Well, so, I mean, yeah. one thing about you, Eddie, is you're loyal. I'm loyal. You're loyal. You smart. You loyal. What is that from? Khaled. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Great prophet of our time. You smart. You loyal. Yeah. The um, Muhammad of Miami. Muhammad of Miami. I you miss know? Miami. Yeah. He. Some people would say he's the Joseph Smith of Miami. DJ Khaled. Yeah, except he has one wife and he's very devoted to her. Father of Assad. Yeah. And he loves taking her to Hermes. He be treating his wife good. Yeah, he does. He his doesn't go down on her, though. What? Yeah, DJ Khaled famously said he doesn't eat pussy. He's on the Uncle June. No, um, Uncle June was eating crazy box. Well, no, Uncle June was eating it. He was denying it. DJ Khaled, like, I think he went straight up. 
He was like, I don't, I don't eat pussy. Yeah. No, Uncle June was the hungry. artist. Remember, Shorty was like spreading, just telling everyone, like, "Yo, yeah, it was so Uncle good." June she had to tell box. people. Yeah, that's great. I wish that I like nail salon culture and like hair salon culture for women was still like that. Like, I would love to pull up and get a manicure, and like the woman next to me is like, "This old dude was going eat." Tell my about shit how I'm eating box. I definitely would bring that energy, but like I feel like the others don't bring it. Yeah, they're like, "Keep it to yourself," and then you can't be like the crazy bitch. Getting not, your nails not done. everyone is getting service like that yeah you know not every and you don't want to make bitches jealous. and then like honestly now i think it's just like so rare to find a good man you have to like keep it under wraps like if i was telling everybody like oh eddie's so good at this i'd be like watching the ring camera you know what i mean yeah I'd you should actually like tell little... people i eat terrible box yeah i'm not i <laughs> sky's got two left feet for a tongue <laughs> short tongue short tongue it's not it's, it's, it's not good it's not good it's not good you don't want it you don't want no. it no no it's very used used up tongue <laughs> the muscles have um relaxed too much <laughs> they've atrophied yeah they've atrophied the guy's mouth atrophied yo <laughs> damn it's like a prolapse <laughs> no too far i don't know no it's fine the one person whose yard did prolapse in the hurricane is Johnny's. We're going to have to get a photo of Johnny's backyard. Oh, he got fucked up in the hurricane? He stays getting fucked up. Yeah, because his his backyard is kind of like a... Where um, the whole canyon drains. Yeah, he, that's not... I feel like when you buy that house, they have to disclose that to you. Yeah. They didn't? They weren't like, this is bad I'm not investment. sure. I'm really... I'm not sure. I got to ask Johnny. But, yeah. You know, at least At least it's like... He has no furniture in the house because he divorced his wife and she took it all. Oh, does so he want like, to? We have floods, two chairs. Okay. Yeah, I'm if trying to sell that. him like one of the chairs and the couch downstairs. Oh, yeah. Johnny, we have things to give you. Yeah, Johnny, let's uh, let's do business. Yeah, hit us up. <laughs> I have two. I have two black chairs and a gray couch. If anyone is interested in buying them, shouts to in Johnny the LA house area. Fatter, giggles. <laughs> Um, buy our shit giggles is that his nickname giggles yeah that's really cute he be giggling on calls oh giggles yeah that's really cute he's cute johnny johnny's a cutie oh man this smells incredible it's like very sweet yeah Are you doing something with <clears throat> fragrant very silk road smells like genghis khan is about to come burn down your backyard oh damn whoa butter, okay emerald adding a little butter in Pssow. yeah damn <laughs> Yeah. All right. Bam. Get him. Um, Lubricating my zucchini with a little extra butter. Yeah. Ah, oh, this dish is coming along nicely. I love this dish. We both independently found this dish. Like I had saved this recipe before I even knew it was on your radar. And I wanted to ask you to make it for me. And then you randomly one day were like, oh, I'm making the zucchini. And I was mm -hmm. like, that's so crazy. It's not really that crazy because it was on the New York Times, but same wavelength. We yeah. picked the same dish. We were peeping. We were peeping the same dish. Yeah. We had spoke to the same article. Yup. But yeah. So babe, do you have any like over-unders on when our baby's going to come? Because I'm due in a week. So do you have like a, do you have a, a date in mind? Look. Doctor said 9-11. I'm sticking with 9-11. That George W. Wong. You think it's going to be 9-11. I think it's going to be 9-11. And we're going to be out there 
at Cedars with the mission accomplished banner. Yeah. Like when they throw up the lights yep. at the World Trade Center, they're yep. also gonna just like throw up like our son's name. I'm gonna be playing Dipset Ground Zero. Yeah. It's gonna be amazing. I personally think it's going to be the 4th or the 12th. The 4th or the 12th? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Why I, say you? I don't know. The 4th, I just have been getting a vibe. Mm. I don't know why. I just like, I feel like it's going to be the 4th. And then the 12th, because all of our dogs have been like, we got yes. them on the 12th. There's a real, there's a big like synchronicity with the number 12. There is a 12 thing going yeah. on. These Show zucchinis are going to go into the broiler at 550. Bang! All right. Here's the other parts of the dish. You get one of these European style yogurts. You want the drippy kind, all right? If you get Greek yogurt, it's too good. It's too creamy. Mm -hmm. You can't be like drizzling it. Greek yogurt's a savant. Yeah. Of yogurt. It's a savant. This is like thin cream. It's, you know. It's more just you splash it on your zucchini. It's quick. Eastern it's just, European. It's like, yeah. It's wh it's it. white. Yeah. It's great for zucchini. Not the best for morning. I got some almonds here. All right. As you saw, I toasted those almonds with a little salt. My mom's famous chili mm. oil. All right. I will not disparage her by saying it's a chili crisp imitator. They imitated her. My mom is that original say... bitch. The I was like, spicy bitch is my mom. Yeah, your mom's been doing this. Yeah. I love when Fresh Off the Boat came out and everything, my mom started her own Instagram and goes, the real Mama Huang. I was like, I, I just love this energy. I mean, she is the real she one. She is the real Mama Huang. So Hong. she I'm should just, be claiming that title. She just wants everybody to know at all times she is that bitch. I feel her. I, as someone who's about to have a kid, and I would want every, I want everyone to know that I'm, that's my kid. That's my seed. I'm the real I'm the pappy. Wait, what happens? Because your mom's the real Mama Huang. Yeah. And now I'm about to be also a Mama yeah. Huang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to, I have to be... But she's Birdman she's and you're real. Wayne, you know? like I like it. Something like... I like it. The real Mama Huang. You're also the real Mama Huang. That's what I was going to say. I'm like... Yeah. I just put like the number two at the end of mine. Signing off, number two. Two is hot. Yeah. Two is hot. The real Mama Huang. We have to have your mama on soon. We do. I feel like I I just want everybody to experience your mom and her cooking. And I mean, she's the real Mama Huang. We should just have her on and interview her about what she thinks I should do with my career. Because that sh that is the most insane shit. What's more interesting is what she wants to do. She like, thinks she... I should be an AI producer. She was like, Eddie... Every there, you, you writers are going to lose. The I AI mean, is going to win. She's like, you okay. should be an AI producer. I was like, okay, but what? is she not being smart? Is she not foreshadowing? Is she not Yo, like looking into the future and looking out for you? I'm loyal. No, for sure. But I'm, I'm saying loyal. like so, her points are valid. There's a strike going on. She's like invested in, in what you do in your business and she cares and she's looking out for you. She was like, be AI. I was like, mom, what the fuck do I know about AI? Like no, nothing. Sure. All I know is it's taking jobs. What I find more interesting, though, is the business. Your Eddie's mom has honestly, like, if anyone needed an idea for a business, she has it. 
there's just endless supply of ways to make money. It's so fucking cool. Some of them are illegal. Some of them are illegal. They're all so good what? ideas. But they're all good ideas. They're all very like, good Illegal ideas. or not, they're good. Wonderful they make ideas. sense. I'm like, she tells them to me and I'm like, no, that's actually fucking brilliant. And I would love to, I would love to jump on board. I'm just waiting. I'm like, wait till I have this kid and I'm not like stupid anymore. It's like when my brain stops being a pregnancy brain and I can actually like do something. Dude, I'm you're doing preg- you've been like really nice this whole time though. You know, like I know. Well, I, I was like telling, okay. So I was telling Craig this cause we were talking about something and it was like, I feel like just as a woman, like maybe I was insanely hormonal or just like, I don't know, maybe I was a little mentally ill or something in the pregnancy. Maybe we don't. I mean, maybe. Let's check the Carfax. Maybe, <laughs> but it's crazy because Lightly you would Ill. think you would think that when you get pregnant, whatever is going on, whatever like things, if you have anxiety, depression, like, and I can't speak for everyone, but for myself, the things going on pre-pregnancy have gotten so much chiller for me. Like, I don't pop off. I used to, like, pack my bags up once a week and be like, I'm leaving oh you. Like, You're like, I'm checking in the Roosevelt Hotel, yeah. and I just see the credit card alert from the Roosevelt Hotel. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, and I'm like, you're There's paying for it, There's a strike going on. I can't yeah. fucking pay for this shit. Well, and yeah, so, like, that AI was production the company. Yeah, start the AI production company. But, like, that was the vibe. He would literally, like, it would just be he would, like, sneeze or something, like, stupid. Or you would be like, I'm going to watch the Knicks. And I was like, I'm pissed. Yeah. And I would like freak out. And honestly, like, I don't, I'm so chill. Like maybe I just need to stay pregnant forever. I'm so chill. Nothing bothers me. I don't care. I like watched sports with him. Oh, it was amazing. Yeah. You watched the Commanders yesterday. Incredible. Incredible. You were so supportive. Yeah, it like, was we watched amazing. Full... Oh, that's so hot. We had just spoke. We had just spoke. You just got steamed Thank out. Thank you. Okay, that was fucking hot. Wow. Woo! But look at this. This zucchini's looking fire. Wow. All right. A little char is what we want. A nice finish. Mmm. Because you don't want your zucchini too soft. No. Look at that. Uh, a, little, a little hard. Little. You want it roasted hard. Half chub. Mm. Yeah. Nice half chub zucchini. Yeah. Oh. You see, all of them still got texture. There's a bounciness to it. Mm-hmm. No one's showing up like a fucking spaghetti. No. Mm. Mm. Delish. Delish. Do you like zucchini noodles? Uh, I'm not mad at zucchini noodles. I don't go out of my way to order it, but if somebody serves it to me at a place like the old Angelica Kitchen in the East Village, I'm yeah. very happy to have some. Very happy. I really miss Angelica Kitchen. That was my favorite, like, vegetarian, vegan restaurant. Yeah, when I was... hard-edged dudes. When I was vegan, I was obsessed with zucchini noodles. I had so many. I like great recipes. I'm into a kelp noodle. Not mad at a kelp noodle. I like a kelp noodle, a little bit more firm. Mm Mm-hmm. So you're you're drizzling with yogurt. Yep. Just laying a bed of yogurt here. Just impregnating every zucchini yeah i'm a little jealous oh this is good (laughs) the ooh, ooh. you gotta talk to it like now i understand like ina garten emerald it's like when you really love this shit it's mm. It's the same thing people say talk to your plants oh yeah you gotta talk talk to to your food food. you gotta talk to this shit 
Talk to your food nice. Totally. And then you get like better energy from it. Mm -hmm. Be nice to your zucchini. Now, I'm going to drizzle chili oil. Mm. Okay. Everybody gets chili oiled. Now, this is important that you seasoned your zucchini with salt well early on, not just to get the moisture out, but to carry the flavors of this. Because we haven't talked about it. It's cooking basic, but salt and sugar are flavor carriers. So without the proper salt seasoning, you're not going to carry through. And then I'm going to bring this up for the next point. As you will see, we're not just going to rely on our original salt to carry the flavor. We're also going to come through with some honey here. Oof. All right. So. There we go. Wow. The honey is going to help carry all that flavor. And just to make it a little naughtier. We're going to place almonds. You could just sprinkle them if you're lazy, but I kind of like to place them. Make sure everybody gets some and it's nice. I like to do about five or six almonds on each one. Mm, sorry, what else is going on, babe? You know, there's a lot of shit going on right now. Um, <laughs> there's the continuous coverage of the fires in Maui, which I feel like we're going to get into we're gonna save, with yeah, Justin. Because Justin lives in Hawaii, so that's going to be fun to talk about. Is Justin close? Um, he should be, yeah. Okay. So we'll kind of, we'll save that yeah, for Justin. Yeah, I'll finish this. We'll cut. We have no other news prepared. I mean, there's always news. Yeah, I have a <laughs> peruse, We you know? we have some articles oh. from Vice, oh. um, documenting the worst STI stories Oof. that people have um, experienced, and <laughs> they're kind of crazy. And I know we talked about this on an episode recently where it was like STIs are on the rise and like people are having more sex without condoms and protection. You're so nice because everyone remembers it was Crane. <laughs> no, but that was a part of the news as well. Like two or oh, three weeks it ago. Was. It wasn't just Craig's personal reveal. No, it was Craig's personal <laughs> reveal and it was part of the news. Okay. So it just like kind of ties in like we're kind of always on this topic. But there's maintaining the through line of Craig. <laughs> I just, I just wanted to get out Craig's in front of it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to get out in front. You were like, so I did this Vice article <laughs> where I talked about my story, and I just want to like let everyone know before it gets yep. out there. But you I mean, there's some, booty. there's some crazy, like I won't get into every individual story, but just like the, the main, the meat of every story, if you will. Mm -hmm. One mm. woman said she developed blisters on her vulva. Ooh, ooh. And she said, last summer, I contracted an STD at Lowlands. A music festival in the Netherlands. Why is she saying the music festival? It's not the festival that gave it to her. It's a dude at a, or she's a saying person. Where, she's saying where she contracted it. 
just she's saying just where giving us of, context. She's saying if I was the music festival, festival, I'd be tight because I'm like, the fuck do I not? No, do I'd this? be like, like, this is good. People are fucking here, and they're, okay, okay, and they're okay. fucking without protection. This is a fun place That's to be. True. That's like, true. This is we're they're living in the '60s. That's true. I don't want to go to a music festival in 2023. I want to go to I want to go to like Woodstock I in the '60s. It. That's like Free when, love. like some crazy aunt was like, I got herpes at Woodstock. <laughs> Oh, sick. Someone, someone's sick, auntie sick. definitely did that. So she said, on the first side of the festival, I was completely off my face and had sex with this guy I just met. We didn't use a condom. So I had to take the morning after pill the next day, which if you didn't know, doesn't protect you against STIs. <laughs> that will only maybe kill your baby. So not long after I found out I had herpes. I had a gross, smelly discharge pain while peeing and i developed blisters on my velva it was very uncomfortable although i've heard much more disastrous stories about herpes in the beginning <laughs> am i doing a full this fucking wild. do i do a full reading this of is this? wild all you know i'm gonna interrupt this to say that when future ds2 <laughs> dropped i did put, i did contemplate at cvs doing activists with plan b to celebrate why would you do Plan B? <laughs> Just because it felt like the theme of the album. Do you know what like hurts doing Plan B? It like makes you sick. Oh, like, I did not know that. Yeah, like, I did not try it. Like, I just drank the activist with Mango Fanta. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I wonder what would happen though if a man did Plan B. Because like the times that I've done it, which is very few times in you, my you, life. Every single ad you see for a drug, it's never just like the thing. It's like, it could make your fucking, it could give you cancer. It could get your dick hard. Yeah. It could like make well, your feet swell. No, they're like, not. They're never like, get your, it's like, this will cause like chronic diarrhea and yeah, nausea yeah, and yeah, like yeah. fucking, you might, who knows what you might just die. And then they're like, but it's to treat your fucking, uh, what is it called? I'd like be very curious eczema. to see like what happens if a dude takes plan b if you're a dude and you've taken plan b yeah, please write, write let us know i would honestly like to have you on the podcast yeah, honestly i would literally listen to you talk about that experience for the longest time because the times oh, this, that i've this, taken plan b like i was down and out i was sick i was like cramping and throwing up like i thought oh my god i'm gonna take plan b and like order pizza and like feel bad for myself and i was like not doing well <laughs> you <laughs> like, know, i was unwell which brings us to the other news that i submitted i was waiting for you to get to but you have not is that Gilbert Arenas was saying it is cheaper to pay for pussy than it is to date women because his yeah. math was that when you date a woman, you got to pay for like three meals a day. And he said that he could pay $250 and get to the good stuff. I just have one question for you, buddy. Why are you not married? Uh, ask me again. I'm not, mar I'm not married because, uh, you know, buying buying vaginas a little bit cheaper these days. I mean, out here, especially for me, women out here, they want the Birkin bags. They want to eat like three times a day. Fuck, right? They want to go out places and then they don't want to go like regular places. They want to go to all expensive ass places, right? They want to go to the expensive places, movies and, you know, first class tickets to shit. They want to go on vacation, right? And if you don't look good, they, they want to like pretend that they got the shit themselves, you know? So there's a lot of things that come with, you know, when I can just pay like 200 250 <laughs> get right to get right to the good stuff it's gonna be a lot cheaper i swear and then your wife ain't gonna give you the pussy that i i can i can possibly get um buying he said the good stuff and i'm, I'm just, sending you i'm here to, to tell you <laughs> i'm here to tell one. you as somebody who knows the price of the good stuff it's not 250 dollars, bitch it's really not 
It's really fucking not the average shit. I mean, I don't know about everyone, but damn, now why you gotta tell everyone you know this stuff? You could just you could have just pretended that you were like less lightly used. I'm kidding. I'm not saying I'm kidding. I was. I'm you gotta clar- now you have to not, clarify. Now you have I mean, to clarify. I don't have a price tag on now you my have to shit. Clarify okay? how I was walking know the around. Price. I didn't have a price tag in my DMs, but I am a woman. I lived in New York for many years. I know a lot of girls who like were on a yacht. You know yacht. the going rate. You know the going rate. I know the going rate. I know some girls who were selling pussy. I know I know what it is. I know the sugar babies. Like, And when I'm telling $200 for some good shit, I don't know what you're talking about. I know mids shit going for like 2K. I know mid, like... I cannot participate in this conversation without ruining my life and career. So I'm going to plead ignorance. Oh my God, but I already know. You don't like, I already know about you in your life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I already know. There's nothing you could say that would piss me off. But... I don't know anything about this. All I'm saying is Gilbert Ruiz was doing some very interesting math this week. Yeah, he was doing it. I think you've, have you done the same math? Mm-mm. In your life ever? No, I bought two <laughs> engagement rings. Clearly, I was doing zero math. Yeah, you were doing it wrong. I think guys that are cheap, though, I'm just like, he's going to end up in this article if that's how he's feeling. Yeah, the other if one he's is... he's feeling like $200 for some good pussy, he's going to end up in the Vice STI article. I want to see... I, I want to see Plies and Gilbert Arenas on the same podcast talking about strictly this topic because Ply still has my favorite bar about paying for pussy ever. When he features on Jeezy Lose My Mind, he said, $100, that's what the pussy cost me. And I was like, damn, son, you have to to Kirkland the pussy. I just want everyone to know (laughs) that whichever way you look at it as a man, you're always paying for pussy. Like, if you're in high school and you want to hang out with that girl and you're like, oh, I'll come, I'll come pick you up from your house. And like, I, gas. Rolled, a, I rolled us a blunt. You paid blunt. for the weed. You paid for the gas. Backwards. You're probably going to take her to Wendy's and get a four for four. You paid for the pussy. Okay. You take her to dinner. You paid for the, p- whatever way you want to look at it. Don't be fucking bitter. Just I took her to Zanku. Yeah. He took me to Zanku. Yeah. You paid for our boxing session, I'm sure. Yeah, we, but we split the session. I was really like, I was on my Larry David shit. You were being like, economical. Zanku, like you only got one kebab. I remember yeah. this. You were like one kebab. I was like sick. And then we split the boxing session. Yeah. So that's like $50, like basically. But I got no pussy. I drove her home and watched Dipset Locks Versus. So yeah. like I paid a lot of money Yeah. <laughs> for nothing. You purchased flights for, for this for pussy. For companionship. Flights were, purchased. flights were purchased okay? not flights. for me for him to fly to yeah. the pussy okay yeah. like i wasn't because like, i don't fly my, my seafood <laughs> yeah he doesn't he doesn't eat seafood that's taking flights yeah yeah he had to take the flight i don't take flights sitting up and i don't be flying my i don't eat seafood that took a flight that's so funny <laughs> i totally feel you though sitting flying up in this state of my life now that i'm like nah. i feel like once you have a kid you gotta look at your man and say, "We not flying, sitting up anymore." Yeah, we laying down. Yeah, I held your kid for. Also, how are you gonna fly someone coach that 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 produced your child? You know what I think we should do. So our our really good friends, best friends, family, Christina and Raf, sent us a video of this guy, best friend, who strapped a water like he like saran wrapped a oh, watermelon to I his stomach. Do this next week. And either we're going to do this on the pod next week or we're just going to do it one day and like I'll film it. But he's going to strap 
This baby weighs seven pounds, by the way, guys. It might be eight now. might be eight. Might I feel like eight. it's eight. It's coming out eight. So I'm going to get a seven. I'm going to do it really fair. I'm going to get a seven to eight pound watermelon. I'm going to saran wrap that bitch to him. And we will do the pod next week. And with we will the watermelon. do the pod. And he will cook and he will bend over and he will try, he will hey, do the yo. dogs with a watermelon. Yeah. We're doing the watermelon challenge. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. One, two, I'm going to eat this zucchini here. All right, let's try this zucchini. Wow. Mm. I like this better than the first time you made it. Uh, everything is kind of like practice. Mm-hmm. But you built off of it. Yeah, because my thing, I think, was I seasoned this one even harder than the first time. Mm -hmm. Because once all the layers are on top, I wanted my spice mix to show through. Mm -hmm. So the spice mix is really showing through better this time. And I used a higher temperature searing the zucchini because yeah. I didn't want it to be there too long and get mushy, but I like the flavor of roasted. I'm saying I love roasted or or like grilled zucchini in the summer. Mm -hmm. I need the caramelization. This is perfect for this time of year. Late summer, Phenomenal. just getting into fall. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what you're craving. You're like... You've done it with like the fruits and veggies all summer. You kind of want to get in something more hearty, but you still want it like fresh and kind of light. This is perfect. Because you get chili oil, you get yogurt, honey. It hits all the flavors that you want. It does. Mm. Mm. Like this is a, if we were out somewhere and ordered this as a starter, I'd be like, so I'd be Fire. the happiest. Yeah. Yeah. I love Justin. Mm -hmm. I don't think he's showing up because I know he was flying back from Taiwan yesterday too. Oh, he was flying back from so, Taiwan. Yeah. So this was like okay. ambitious, but um, we had Justin just spoke. We had just spoke and then we stopped speaking, Yeah, but he didn't come, which is fine. We he's also Friday. We're going to show you the email. We confirmed. We had him confirm Friday. Also to be fair. Justin lives in Hawaii. Yeah. So through all of this, tra like the tragedy that has happened in Hawaii, that's you know your homeland. He has he has things to do. There's things he's going on. He's got other things going on in his life. We're gonna show the email confirmation. Yeah. <laughs> Just to fuck with the homie. But you know the thing I was gonna talk to him about besides Hawaii today. Yeah. Was also he's he's like us. He's, you know, I would say the thing about 
Justin that mm-hmm. I always connected to, admired, and felt like a kindred spirit was in his work, it's very clear. He is unapologetically Asian American, mm-hmm. constantly trying to understand what that means and parse through his experience. And he was not an Asian dude who like was embarrassed to be Asian. Because when we both came out, I think there were a lot of Asians that mm-hmm. a lot of the humor was about not wanting to be Asian, right? The shtick no. was like, oh, self-hating. And like, I totally understand it, mm-hmm. right? I tell a lot of self-hating jokes, but I think it was very clear with him and I, like we really valued the way our parents raised us. Yeah. And his wife is Eastern European mm-hmm. and they made very interesting life choices like moving to Hawaii to raise their kid, which I really admire as well. I've talked yeah. to him about it. But I wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. this is, cause this is something I don't think you and I have talked about. Yeah. It's like, I don't think you can plan, oh, this is how Asian my kid's gonna be or how Greek my kid's gonna be. But somebody yeah. brought up to me, they were like, yo, just think about it. The hardest thing is gonna happen is because the grandparents are gonna like bump heads about how to raise a kid. But for me, I'm not worried about it, mm. but I thought it was an interesting topic because what's interesting about our parents, number one, they really get along. Yeah. Number two, they value the same things. I was gonna say I don't see our parents bumping heads on this at all. I think for me, although I'm white, I'm not like biracial, but I'm multicultural. My mom's family is from Greece and my dad was Italian. So in my mom's family it was very, very Greek, like yeah. fresh off the boat Greek. My mom yeah. was born there. So when I was growing up with two parents that were different culturally and a lot of my family, like my grandparents didn't speak English and a lot of my family, like everyone spoke Greek and my dad's side, they just spoke English. So I never, I just culturally resonated so much harder with my mom's side. Just because yeah. I was, she was also a single mom and I lived with her and we embraced that so much. But my mom was always like, that's still a big part of your life and you should, Oh, like even though there was that divide, it was always both were celebrated. And I yeah. think for me, I would like to do the same. Like yeah. I feel no, I'm not territorial about the cultural thing. Like I want our son to speak Mandarin. I want your I want you and your parents to only speak Mandarin to our kid. Yeah. Like even if I don't understand and I'm on the outs, I'm cool. Like I would rather that, you know? Yeah, it was interesting because somebody brought it up to me last week at dinner. They were like, yo, just watch out because like culturally the parents will bump heads. And it wasn't unique to this person. Mm -hmm. A lot of Asian people I know that are in interracial relationships are like, oh, I struggle with her white family because they don't value schoolwork as much. They don't value hard work as much. They're not as disciplined and they're not as tough on their kids. And I was like, yo, listen, if you don't come into the relationship with fear, And I wanted to talk about this today because a lot of our listeners are multicultural, interracial, Asian. Yeah. I just wanted to say, don't approach it with fear, right? Yeah. I think as long as your partner also values your culture, and I would hope that they did, Yeah. yo, they're going to fight for it just like you. Because I feel if our kid for some reason is just like all about being Asian, I would be like, yo, my man, we don't have it figured out. 
we got parts of things figured out. We have some things we do really well. There's also a lot of growing up Asian that I didn't necessarily agree with, which was like my parents still really withhold praise. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't think it would have hurt to every once in a while get like a thumbs up, like a keep going, but thumbs up. Yeah. Ours was just like, I don't know, finish, win, get a job. I also think it's really important to know that when you have a child, and this is even like how I will be with my own mom, there's boundaries. Like you're not raising my kid, I am. So yeah. like as mu- I don't really, honestly, if if the grandparents are, the, the multiculturalness of the grandparents is an issue for a lot of people, I don't feel that will be an issue for us because this is our child and how we decide to raise them together is the most important. And we're so on the same page and our communication is so well, like so great. I don't worry about it. Yeah, I don't either. They brought it up to me and I just felt like this would be cool to talk about. Like yeah. I, I really, whether it's Justin or another guest yeah. in the future, I would love to talk about this. I, yeah, I can see it being an issue, but I think the main thing is it's, I think when you have a, a child with somebody, these are things that you should probably talk about before you have the child. Like what are the most important things? What are the, and even just in your own relationship, right? Like I think education has always been important to us when it comes to our kid. Yeah. I think teaching them, you know, how to be a good person and being being kind and being respectful and being grateful and humble. Those are all things that we, we we're aligned on a lot of it. Yeah. So I don't think. Like we don't actually have many moments in our lives and relationships where we're like, Oh, it's so annoying you do that because you're Chinese. Or, oh, it's so annoying you do that because you're Greek. We ne- like literally never. No. We share each other's snacks. Yeah. But what is very cool about our generation growing yeah. up in America, being exposed to a ton of culture, yeah. and then traveling around the world, mm-hmm. you start to see that everybody has something to learn from everyone. Totally. And there is value in every single culture. For sure. And like respect. To me, like, Love and romance is probably number one, the most important thing in a relationship. But to me, number two is respect. Mm-hmm. And that includes your culture. That includes the way your parents raise you. Yeah. I would find it very difficult to have a relationship. I have found it very difficult in the future to have relationships with people where I'm like, I don't really respect the way you go through life. Mm, yeah. I don't really respect the way your parents view life or the world or family. Yeah. And like, those were very easy, early things to see. And that's where... In the like 90 day evaluation, I'd be like, not nah, like we're good. I'm not gonna travel down this, road. I'm not gonna waste my time. Cause like I know deep down, I don't have respect for that. Yeah. So no, for and sure. it didn't have to I've, do with race, it had to do with that person. No, for sure. And I've dated people in the past where I loved that person, but maybe I saw a larger family dynamic. And you and everyone's different. Some people probably do not have a problem, but my family is so close and I want to carry that on. That's so important to me. Like I want our child to know both sides and be close to everybody. So like certain family dynamics to me were I was very turned off. Yeah. So I was like, I don't want that. Yeah. I don't respect that. That is not what I want in my life. And that is not what I want for my children. Yeah. And I think. And it's not something you think about, like, okay, cool, date, have fun. Like, you're not thinking about this when you're going on four or five dates with a guy. It doesn't matter. But, like, if you're in a long-term relationship, these are serious things that you need to kind of... You got to think about. Think about and iron out. And then and then sometimes maybe that person is so fucking worth it that you 
for you personally, it doesn't matter. You can, you can get over it for me. And like, for what you're saying, it isn't because I think certain things are very important to us, but I don't think that's, that applies to everybody universally. No, I would say the thing I would see in certain people and in their family dynamics was like, if something happened and there were mistakes made, instead of having a difficult conversation, they avoid it, laugh about it and brush it under the table. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I'm not gonna do well with that yeah. because I want to be a part of a family that's trying to work on itself and get better. I yeah. don't want to be in one where nothing gets said and everyone just keeps it copacetic. Yeah. I, like that was a big thing for me, like accountability and the ability to communicate my bad and like, I recognize this, I'm gonna work on it. Mm -hmm. We do that really well. Within 72 hours, we fucking cut the shit yeah. and we do it. Bro, stop calling me. <laughs> it was very funny with people texting like five times and I'm like, you've texted me five times. I don't know. Maybe don't call. <laughs> if the texts are going unanswered, what makes you think? I'm yeah, gonna, like, yeah. Yo, I'm going to like upgrade mm -hmm. to a phone call. Yeah. You crazy. That's dude. wild. At least it wasn't a crazy. FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. The like rogue FaceTime from like somebody that's not top five in your life is so crazy to me. Crazy. Like when someone face, I'm like, like, I'm like appalled. I'm like, what? You want to see me right now? Yeah. Like, you FaceTime. I'm like, yo, clean your car. First, clean your car. That's a crazy car you're FaceTiming. There's just from. five people in my life that can FaceTime me and they know who they are. They're like, we FaceTime regularly. And yeah. like, if you're not one of those people. I FaceTime a lot because we have no service in this home for people no, with T-Mobile. So I, I do FaceTime, but also sometimes in a group chat, like with the agents and managers, I'd be oh, okay. doing a lot of, but yeah, it's that's different. my work shit. It's work. We're like on Zoom. Your agents and managers are They're top, top five. five. They're top yeah. five. They're top five. I love them. I, love, I, them. I love the whole team. Rarely, just, rarely say I, I really love my team right I now. I do too. Oh, They're so great. I love them. M88 is in UTA. Amazing. Amazing. Fantastic. Yeah. Zooming with Spencer Reese, just a wonderful day. One wonderful way to start the day. Yeah. Oh, Justin. Yo, what's up? Yo, my bad. My 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 went to ran way over. I'm 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 rushing over now. Yo, yo, oh, no, man, worries. no worries. Yo, you're on speaker on the pod right now. It just you know, you know it's so funny. I was telling people, yo, he's flying back from Taiwan. This is very difficult. Uh, you know his 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 home Hawaii is in trouble. I, I was just like, there's got to be a reason. Alive? There's got to be a reason. Is he alive? Yeah, we're no, like, is Justin said, is alive? alive? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're talking in the microphone right now. <laughs> I mean, no, we're recording it. We're recording it, but like, we're recording you right now. Yo, I love you. Dude, it's fine. Just how about this? Let me just ask you the question I was going to ask. Well, how far are you? Dude, it's going to take me like 20. Don't worry. So look, let's just talk real quick. I had a question for you, right? And this is this is a big one. Yo, what has it been like raising your daughter like in an interracial family? Like, Because this was the big thing. And I'm going to give you the big setup question. In your work and just knowing you as a person, I feel one of the things I really admire and like is that you are unapologetically trying to figure out what it means to be Asian American. I feel like you like it and you value it. And you were not an Asian dude growing up who was like hated on being Asian or was embarrassed being Asian. So like, I'm very curious what it's been like for you to raise a kid and like, do you worry ever about Asian-ness or you don't give a fuck? Um, 
I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I don't it. give a fuck, bro. Like, I think, like, I'm a truth seeker. Yeah. And I'm just trying to get to the bottom of shit, you know? Like, and, and I'm I'm fighting for for all of us, you know? You yeah. Know, like, 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 not just Asian, but I think because Asian's, like, the touchstone for me and what I know. And, um, you know, somebody told me, like, if you can't tell your own story, well, what gives you the right to tell somebody else's? Um, so I, I, I believe that, like, with my my heart so like yeah like i you know of course like i want to service us but we're not just limited to that you know what i mean like and, and like, kind of like how i'm pivoting in my career now you know i don't think i have to just do asian anymore you know yeah i'll always be forever kind of exploring that but at the same time you know i don't want to be limited by that either yeah and I'm the same. I asked the question because somebody brought it up to me and it surprised me. They were like, yo, you're going to struggle with this because her family's grandparents are going to want to raise them like white. And, you know, you're very Asian and your parents are very Asian. And I was like, yo, I'm at this age a bit evolved. Like there's things that I love the way my parents and grandparents did it. And there's other ways where I'm like, I don't need to do this just because I'm Asian American. I'm going to do what I think makes sense and what's best for my family. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my fucking wife is Russian, bro. Yeah. You know, like, I, you know I want my kids to, to be both. Your like, kid could go to Kumon or the Russian School of Math. Like, <laughs> either one. Yeah, exactly. And it's the same thing, man. It's like, dude, like, as long as they, yeah, that's my thing. As long as they learn math, I mean... Like, it's all good. But, Two times four is eight in any religion or culture. <laughs> and language. It's like, it's like, you know, Newton, Newton's law is not different at, like, so-and-so community college as it is in Harvard. I mean, like, you know, I don't know. I don't care where you get your nutrition from as long as you're getting, you know, some sustenance. I, You know, like, my, my big thing with kids, and I, I know you're about to have one, is, dude, I just want them to be healthy psychologically and physically. And also, you know, find some purpose in life. That doesn't mean, in the cultural aspect, that's just like, that's just like what you're born into, right? And then mm -hmm. you, you negotiate with that in your whole entire existence. It doesn't have to be your everything. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. And I do feel like, look, props to all the Asians out there that are doing work, representing and being like, pushing Asian culture forward. I think you and I are not that interested in that right now. I think what I'm interested in is exactly what you said, seeking the truth and what I have to offer is my Asian American human lens mm -hmm. that I see the world through. Like it is undoubted that I see the world a certain way because of my upbringing, because of my culture, but like it should not stop there. I feel everyone should evolve and change and grow, allow themselves to like be the fully formed humans they're meant to be. Yeah, I think that in itself is Asian American because because it's through your perspective that you're telling a story. So that in itself becomes Asian American. Is there's no way around it because you look, you, you had certain experiences, you lived the world in the world the way you did and see the, the, the world in the way you do. And when you tell a story, it gets filtered through your system, through your instrument. So by essence, that becomes Asian American. That's how, how I feel about it. I don't think you have to like put a fucking 
you know, flying dragons. Fucking have some like, yeah. fucking, you know, fucking some koi fish in your fucking film for it to be Asian. You know? Yeah, we unfortunately, <laughs> me and Natasha both have giant Asian fucking dragons on our backs, but yeah. like, we just that's for fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Bro, wait, I fucking love it. This I can't so wait. Funny. <laughs> Word, look, we're gonna we're gonna wait for you to get here. I fucking love you, man. This is hilarious. We'll, we'll wait this for you to so get good. here. Yeah, I'm 19 minutes away. I'll be. I'm, I'm fucking zooming over. My guy. All right, we'll see you soon. Craig will eat some zucchini. Okay. Bye. All right, I'm done. Bye. Craig, let's have some zucchini. What Amazing. Right. So, if she starts complaining about living here, I get her pregnant. <laughs> He's like, where are you gonna go now? You're like, yeah. Oh, shit, man. You want to go for a long shit. walk now, yeah. bitch? Oh, shit, man. I'm like, no. It looks like you got a watermelon strapped to your chest. We're about to have a boy, and I feel like if we had a girl, then I would shut it down. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be like, this was... You can't ask for more. Like, <laughs> we're good. The pub is closed. Yeah. Bro, welcome. Have Closing some zucchini, time. man. Yes, yes. Yeah, we kept it healthy for you. Thank you. Know, yeah, because I remember healthy, from the salty fresh. girl, Yeah. you were a little healthier, so I'm I was like... I'm trying to be. I'm trying yeah. to be. <laughs> But I was just in Taiwan, right? Yeah. How was I it? Fucking, it was bomb. What, I fucking love Taiwan. Was it your first time? Second. Because you work with Auntie. Mm -hmm. Your DP's Taiwanese. Well, I work two different DP's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Auntie and Matt, but Matt is also Australian Taiwanese. Mm. He's also Taiwanese. Dude, Taiwanese people, for some reason, they're fucking so good at photography, man. Yeah. Cinematographers. Are, I mean, Christopher Doyle's first film is Edward Yang that day at the beach. Yeah. So then he yeah. brought it to Hong Kong. But yeah, yeah. It's, it, Taiwanese cinematography is fire. And they're still into film over there. Yeah. They're still, man. Like photography, I feel like is like part of like Taiwanese culture. Yeah, it's well. Also, just the color of the island. Oh yeah, crazy! It's incredible. It's like already cool gray blue. Yeah. In it, it feels like. Um, it, it feels really like those shots in Place Beyond the Pines where it's cool gray blue. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, like yeah. to all of Taiwan is just like magically like that. Yeah. Like where blue meets purple on a spectrum. Yeah. It's, it's so beautiful. Yeah. It's and delicious. It's like, Taiwan, you got like beautiful oceans, beautiful forests. And then like the city is like old school. Yeah. Yeah. Shower sandals. Like yeah. you get anywhere in shower sandals yeah. out there. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. And the... Dining, it's my favorite style of dining. Mm -hmm. Where you just pull up and sit on a plastic stool. I love that. Eat the best food you've ever fucking had. Yeah. Like, if people take you to five-star crazy dining in Taiwan, like, fine, it'll be nice, but that's not what I want. I, yeah. I want to be on the street level. Yeah. Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I had a uh, a college friend I met up with, and he kept try he kept taking me all these nice ways. I'm like, no, 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 no. I wanna I wanna eat the dirtiest beef noodle soup like yeah, that's totally, been yeah. in the, you know, been cooked from the same vat for like yeah. decades. Yeah, and they mean well. That's the thing. Like I would snap on them, and I would like tell jokes, and then it hurt people's feelings. Like okay, okay, I know you mean well. Like taking me to Smith and Wolenski's. Yeah, but, like, yeah. I don't even eat at Smith and Wolenski in America. Yeah. You know, like I'm good. I, it's that giant steakhouse on Second Ave. I never yeah. went in. Uh -huh. yeah. So it's Taiwan's funny. Like people, they want to show you the best, of course, and they don't realize that their every day is the is best. The best. Yeah. Yes, this is the interesting thing about travel, dude. It is. It was a bomb. I loved it. Um, you went out there to screen the movie. Yeah. So Sundance has an offshoot in Asia every year. Ah. For Gook, they did it in Hong Kong. I didn't get to go. But like last year it was in Indonesia. This year, 
was in Taiwan. Oh, so if you submit your film to Sundance, you'll do Sundance, and then you can also do like in Asia. They they curate it, mm-hmm. so they'll pick a handful of films from the festival. Congrats. Yeah. No, no, no. But like you know, that like I'm I'm stoked because they 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 invited me, and then I got to go to Taiwan, and then it just so happens like the timing is like impeccable because you went to Taiwan, they came to my house. Yeah, I came to you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Exactly, man. But yeah, I mean, you know, also, also like I was ready to get out of the house. Like, yeah. I have a three month old, and yeah. I was like, dude. Did he go? You guys mm-hmm. all go together? No, okay. just me. Okay. That's why I was like, you know, I fucked up. The two days before I left, my wife was giving me so much goddamn shit. She's mm-hmm. like, fucking bitching me out the whole fucking day. Yeah. Fair, just, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I just, I can't, I try to hold it in. I try to like, and then I slipped. I was like, you know, I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. Ooh. And she was like, Ooh. and I, I was like, immediately I can't, after it came out of my mouth, <laughs> you're like, I just bodied myself. I just bodied yeah. myself. And now this is going to take the whole last day to fix. Mm-hmm. I fucked yeah. Or you were going to go back to like the locks being changed or some yeah, shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Like just some real. Yeah. <laughs> Did you fix it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah okay. But immediately after I said it, like 10 minutes later, I was like, I apologize. Yeah. Yeah. And I started the work. So sorry. Yeah, so sorry. So, 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 so I got on my knees. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then the, all the next day was me taking care of shit, cleaning shit. I was like, fucked up. Listen, we're very familiar with this yeah. process. Yeah, very familiar. <laughs> we know this process. And well. then when my apology isn't accepted within seventy-two hours, I'm like, yeah. you mother, yo, what the fuck do I have to do? <laughs> yeah. this, this is over. I just declared the war yeah. is over. The war is <laughs> over. So crazy because then I'll end up apologizing. I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I've done enough apologizing. You are fucking both of us up now. Yeah. You're fucking both of us yeah. up. The war is over. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, I'm not even that bad. For sure. Oh my god. You just. You just ride it out. I'm like, how long can I just like hold this grudge for? Yeah. yeah. You love it. You love it. I do. It's fun you, sometimes. You and his wife would really get along. Yeah. Sometimes there's like getting in a fight. Like he'll he'll say, he's like, you like to fight sometimes. And I'm like, okay, a little bit sometimes. Yeah. yeah. I'm a little from fun. New York to the canyon. There's no one to like yell at just yeah. on the street. So Straight you're up. Like, I, dude, like no you... one's shoulder checking me. I just have to like get mad at you. Yeah. <laughs> I have to like take my anger out on you. Like, Yo, I'll be in bed and she just goes like this. <laughs> Yeah, like don't get too crazy. I'm gonna change the locks on you. So fucked. But no, I feel you. Yeah. Three months is like the perfect time though. Yeah. I keep telling him. Like I'm like, okay, we're about I'm like due next week. Yeah. This baby's coming out. Nice. And I was like, So I'm like, you I scheduled a shoot in three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's like, he's cute. He's like, I'm going to New York for five days. And I'm like, all right, cool. We'll see about that. But yeah. But like I'm like, December, let's take a vacation. Yeah. I'm like, let's go away for the holiday. Three months. I feel like that's great. No, that's that's deserved. Yeah. I think that you'll need it at that point. Yeah, you just need sure. to get out of your because when you have a newborn, you're like in you're not leaving your house. Yeah. Right? And yeah. then you just start getting crazy. Like my wife's going through right now. She called me, call me every other day, like emotional and crying and and be like, I just all I do is hang out with this thing that can't talk to me. And then also yeah. and then this primitive human being that's five years old yeah she's going crazy that's a lot of energy because it's like you're feeding this new being yeah yeah, yeah. they just like feed me and then put me to sleep and change me and feed me and put me to sleep exactly and then you're doing that and it's 24 7 yeah so three months is a good time to get out and go somewhere and just 
for sure. Do your own thing for a second. My plan is to get you Zelda the day before I leave. <laughs> and then you got Zelda. You think I'm going to have a newborn and I'm going to be like, oh, I have so much time to play this yeah. video game. Bro, we spent, <laughs> oh, we crazy. spent three weeks playing Donkey Kong. Yeah, but we didn't amazing. have a baby. This yeah, baby's going to... Like milk. This is so and great. Then you put him down I and love play. this play Zelda and then this is milk. Great. Like, so what I'm hearing is we're hiring someone to take care of the baby so I can play Zelda. Yeah. Wow. Well, I love that this is on camera. This we is amazing. Mom, my parents, the night nurse, like, yo, yeah. you play Zelda. And be, like, because if it was me, I'd be like, yo, let me get NBA 2K. I'll, I'll be cool. Yeah, yeah. This is so crazy. Just, Not only am I strapping a watermelon to you, I'm going to strap two tits <laughs> to you. And I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be like, feed me every three hours. You're going to have to yeah. breastfeed me to practice. I'm I curious. Would... I'm curious what kind of kid you guys are going to have. Because my first one was gnarly. What do you mean? She like would, as a baby? Yeah. Just like hard, like colicky? Never. Yeah. Okay. Colicky. Everything you can imagine. Yeah. Never sleeps. Okay. Like, and then my, my, but my second, the boy like came out of the womb, like not even crying. I was like, yo, is it okay? Yeah. I was like, is this baby okay? I was like, <laughs> just like came one, out, dude, wasn't even crying. I was like, is it breathing? Yeah. And then they just handed it to my wife and I was like, barely making sounds. I was like, is this yeah, baby like, normal? Wait, your journey is like ours with our dogs because our first is a girl and she's deranged. Yeah, like, yeah, that's like deranged. mine. Deranged. Yeah. And then the second one- Like we'll one... look you dead in the eyes and take a shit on the floor. Yeah, yeah. That, that's like my daughter. Yeah, and yeah. after you've like done everything, I'm like, I, yeah. we took you on seven walks. We like fucking, like we groomed you. The worst you. moment in this house that we're watching like a great movie or something. And I see Killa walk in front of the TV and back looks right at us and just goes pop and just shits green no, no, no. fucking diarrhea shits isn't the word sprayed. it's like a fucking a fountain soda machine like it Jesus. came out spraying and i was like <laughs> and she locked eyes with us the entire time intentional she was like sh she was like doing something in her body to create that i've yeah, never yeah. seen an animal do that because she knows to go outside she didn't go outside she walked across in front yeah. to get attention didn't get attention and then just sprayed yeah. green shit i was like oh, not that having an animal in any way is comparable to having a child but that dog truly i would not feel confident to raise a child right now if we didn't go through what we went through mm. with this dog yeah. like there's nothing a child is gonna do that that dog hasn't already mm. done to us like we would be up every hour with her when we for, for the first year she's just screaming okay you she's farting holes into the house yeah. would, every time you would like leave her for an hour and go back and find her at night from like 10 p.m. till 6 a.m. Yeah. She would have diarrhea everywhere. Oh, man. Diar like fully diarrhea. There was times where like I showered seven times. One yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was like, I just cleaned up diarrhea from this dog again. Yeah. And then we hated each other. We like couldn't look at each other. Like our fucking relationship devolved. Like he was like, this is your fault. And I'm like, fuck you. Like, why did we get this dog? Yeah. Like her mom would try to come like counsel both of us. Her mom's great. Like, in, yeah. like I talk to her mom when I'm like, yo, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> help, help. Like when she canceled the wedding, like I talked to her mom. And her mom is really funny is because she like she'll talk about it in the context of just us mm -hmm. and i'm like yo it's not actually us it's this dog yeah because yeah, yeah, everything yeah. that happened was around this dog yeah, yeah like yeah. all of our fights had it to really do was. with this dog oh jeez, it really was but Boy. now it's cool that is good training though yeah 
Yeah. Yeah, that is good training. And the second boy was just like a miracle dog. Like yeah. I love this Oh my God, I love dog. this dog. He's never done anything wrong in his life. Yeah. I'm hoping that's what my son is going to yeah. be like because my daughter is gnarly. What's, yeah. the, what's <laughs> the astrology of your kids? Like what your daughter's sign? Your so my daughter is Capricorn, December 30th. Okay. But my son is born like two days after me, uh, May 31st. Taurus. No, no Gemini. Gemini. Oh, I'm Gemini. Okay. My wife is Gemini. My wife oh, is. Wow. My, Wait, we're both Pisces. Oh, really? I love that. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. So my my household is all sorts of fucked up. No, that's yeah. good. That's actually good energy. Really? Gemini's like, and Capricorns get along really well. People don't. Yes. People so me and my daughter, that. me and my daughter are like yeah. thick as thieves. Yeah. I'm I'm just wondering if the Gemini, me and my wife are both Gemini's yeah. and we've learned to work it out. Yeah. I'm 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 working. I'm wondering about me and my son though. Well, yeah. we're both Pisces, and we if like if we had planned this pregnancy, we would be having a Pisces. Like uh-huh. we wanted. We're a Pisces. literally the same bitch. Yeah, yeah but it's the same. Like, we've out because we just like it's a Spider-Man meme. I'm like, what? What game are you playing with me? I'm like, I I did it too. Yeah. Like, what do you think this <laughs> you is? You invented this game. Yeah, I'm like, maybe you did because you've been around longer than me. But like, I've been playing it. <laughs> And then we were like, maybe it's good we're not having a Pisces. Yeah. Because that is too much fucking water. Like, we're yeah. having a baby who's going to, like, bring Virgo, a new energy. Opposite. Yeah. yeah six maybe degrees opposite. Like, so it's either we're going to, like, it's, well, we're going to love our kid. We're going to yeah, love yeah, our course. kid. We're going to love our kid. Are great. you questioning? <laughs> it's going to be great. <laughs> he found out it was a Virgo. He's like, I don't know about them Virgos. Because I got Virgo homies and I love them, but I'm like, ah. <laughs> you know what's funny though world, like you, you know what's but... funny though is your virgo homies it has been a very almost like child parental relationship with yes them. so oh that's an interesting cycle that's happened for you yes in your life yes like they've been like, like taylor takahashi my most like one of my most beloved friends yeah uh, who was boogie yeah he's a virgo uh, you know, and so it's like you know, like director actor yeah. relationship, and yeah. also he was my assistant, yeah, yeah. and I like really watched him grow from his mid twenties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like it is a very like it's one of the most special relationships yeah, it's I have. Very, like, yeah, paternal in a way. We just be stubbing each other's toes all the time. Yeah, you know what I mean? like, but I <laughs> yeah. talk to him every week still. I just, yeah, yeah. But it's interesting. I feel like you probably can speak to this, but I think your kids teach you like the lessons you needed to learn. 100%. We gotta have Taylor on the show. We gonna have, yeah, when the, when the sun when our sun comes out, Taylor's coming on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yo, but Capricorn, when you're like, yo, it's gnarly. It's like I get it. My parents are both Capricorn. Okay, so like, you know, gnarly. Yeah. yeah. So they also married same sign. Okay, maybe I think that it's works. So then. interesting yeah. when people because I never until it was us and then your parents. I know nobody who's like doubled up same sign because it is a lot of the same intense energy. Yeah, because me and my mom. My mom is also Gemini. Oh wow. wow! So, um, yeah, it's it's gnarly, but you at least know what's happening. Yeah, you get it. You yeah, get it. Yeah. So it's it's you don't have to try to understand. You you kind of under you already intuitively know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a there's an advantage there, but yeah. I do feel like same sign is like you practice the same kung fu. Like mm-hmm. you're both mantis. Like mm-hmm. I know the next move coming. Yeah. Yes. Like, you're gonna do this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so annoying. <laughs> You're wallum kung fu. I'm wallum kung fu. <laughs> I'm not, I stopped practicing kung fu. Yeah, yeah. like no more kung fu. Yeah, it's yeah. like Put my it, wife. Yeah, that's good though. But I love that you said that on on the phone where you were just like, "Yo, I don't give a fuck about like making sure my kid is Asian." Mm. You know, 
and I feel like they can't escape it, man. Like yeah. just a skin color, they can't escape it. You know, yeah. why enforce something everybody else is going to reinforce anyway? But yeah. but that's weird to try to enforce that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, I would love. I you know, I'm trying to get my kid to learn Korean. I'd love for her to be able to speak the language, you know, but also because she could speak fluent Russian because that's her mom. Yeah. Right. So I'd like to balance that out. But like if she didn't, it's not the end of the world. Yeah. You know, that's how I feel. I really want our child to speak multiple languages. Yeah. And I really I want to keep the culture alive on both sides. Yeah. yeah. But I also feel like there's this other thing where like our, my parents weren't born here. Your parents weren't born here. I'm not sure about your parents. Yeah. I was though, like yeah. I'm American. Yeah, I'm Greek American, but I'm American. So there is an element of like, also we're adding in this new culture yeah. where maybe like we were raised where it was still holding on strong to something that yeah. isn't here. And I think we we embrace being American. Yeah, you because know? I think when you're fresh off the boat, you're attacked for your culture. Yeah, yeah, because you don't know anything about this place you've come to. Totally. So our parent, it totally makes sense that our parents were like pummeling us mm -hmm. with Korean culture or Chinese culture yeah. or Greek culture because it was beaten out of them yeah. and yeah. they didn't want to lose it. But now with us, especially from our places of privilege, whether we earned it or whatever, yeah. it's like, I'm not so scared of my child not interacting with Asian American culture. Yeah. Like whatever he wants to engage he's gonna be able to engage in yeah there's quite a bit of it now yeah you know so sure. i think it's like for every community black community there's booker t washington then there's wb dubois malcolm x and now tanahasi coates it's like yeah. the mindset changes every generation yes. it's different challenges yeah that's yeah. very true yeah that's very true i mean i live in hawaii yeah so everybody is already mixed they're all mixed and there's such a strong asian through line that it's unavoidable for them to get the Asian part. Uh -huh. You know, it's just baked in, but I don't have to force it. You know, I don't have to be like, and also it's not my, I also don't want to like differentiate either. Be like, oh, but you, out of these Asians, you're Korean. So you need to fucking learn that shit. Yeah. It's like, no, 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 no. You're going to get all, a little bit of everything. And I will teach you like where you came from. But ultimately for the, I think, It'll be her decision or his decision where they're going to end up living. But most likely it's going to be the United States. Yeah. yeah. So if they're going to, they're already going to be like, you know, a few generations in. Dude, do you like at that point, like up to my children, I'm like, I'm going to set it up and then you make your decisions. And then for my grandchildren, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like my grandchildren's like even once more removed where I'm like, yeah, you know, I love my grandchildren, but it's like, it's a different vibe even for my own children. They, and there's no way I can govern even my uh, children, let alone my grandchildren. Yeah. So yeah. it's a futile battle, Yeah. in my in my opinion. Yeah, it's a fool's errand yeah. to think you can define your culture or race first, and then two, to pass it on. Yeah. It's like, I'm a bottle, this amorphous thing that is man-made and doesn't really make much sense at all, yeah. and I'm gonna pass it on to you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know what's gonna be funny is, is at some point, my daughter is going to find this podcast and I'm going to be trying to fucking do something. She's like, hey, hey, I found this video of you saying this bullshit. 
Why the fuck are you trying to make me do this? So you were talking all that shit, yeah. and now I'm so fucked. One day, like after, like during this pregnancy, I did Google my own shit. And I'm, yeah. I'm fucked. There's yeah. like, there's this. I can't tell this kid anything. Like I'm out here in an interview, being like, "I'll fuck your couch." Yeah. Like, what am yeah. I gonna tell my kid? Yeah. You know? No, no. I think it's actually a good thing. Yeah. Like my parents were super open with me about the shit that they did, but they were like, "Don't do it." Like yeah. I did it. Like I'm coming from a place of. I know. Yeah. I've done it. Yeah. So I think you have that going for you. It is cool. It is cool. Yeah. I'm excited, man. I'm excited. No, like I'm we're excited literally like a week out. Yeah, yeah that is out. incredible. I know. Oh man, dude. That's that's awesome. And then it's like your first kid and like yeah. dude being in that room is gnarly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. gnarly. But it's beautiful. Sure. It's like it's beautiful. I didn't think I'd get emotional. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you talking about? You're super emotional. But I didn't think I didn't think having a kid. I think it's a beautiful thing. But I didn't yeah. think I'd get like emotional. Like, and up until but it didn't hit me until. But right when the baby came out, it just like boom. Yeah. I just immediately started like crying. I was like, and I didn't expect that though. I know I'm emotional, but like I didn't think I was going to like. Bro, you have a musical sequence in a black and white indie film in Gook. Like you're emotional. <laughs> like like no, people I break out into mean. song and dance in the middle of your serious film about the LA riots. Like yeah. you're very emotional in I the am. best way. I think though there's like this disconnect between even for me, and I can only imagine for like men when yes. they're pre when their wives yes. or whoever is having a baby. Even sometimes for me, like I'll be chilling and like he won't kick that much. And then he kicks and I'm like, oh my God. Okay, cool. Like yeah. we're having a baby. Yeah. And then for you, I think I think it will hit you in a way that you will relate to what he's saying because oh, I'll be in the fetal position it crying is so, for sure. Because I'm like feeling it every single day and I'm like, I yeah. cannot escape yeah. the idea that this baby is coming. I think it's true yeah. though, because you know, it wasn't part of your body for a year. And what happens is you get this baby. And it's almost like a stranger. Of course it's yours, of course. But like you didn't have the same, you know, like with my Sasha, my wife, like she is so in tune with that baby. It's but we learn, we slowly have to learn the rhythms and all that stuff. So at first it's just like, yeah, I love this thing. Yeah. But it takes a second. Also, who are you? Yeah, who are you, dude? Like, like infiltrate my life. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. we've been chilling. We've been we gone through shit together. <laughs> Phil was telling me this. He's like, yo, did you know that babies look more like the father yes. in the first three months? Yes. Because on some caveman shit. Yeah. The caveman needed to oh know. Oh my god! It, was it needed to know it's son. his kid. Especially Apparently, the shorties were getting ran through back then. Especially the first one. Especially the first kid. Crazy. Yeah. Especially well, the first. We've seen kid. like the 3D scans, and they're always like, they "It looks like him. Eddie. <laughs> it looks like Eddie." And I'm like, "He does. Yeah, it's it's yeah. super cute." My prediction is, I do think I'm going to shit my pants when this, like, physically shit my pants because yeah. I can barely control bowel movement with emotion. It's rap. You might need like, to get diapered up. If the Knicks, the I'll bring. I'm bringing diapers. No. I will probably shit my pants. When my son comes out, I'm probably shitting my pants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it's okay. I'm gonna wear. They prepare pants. for it's people to though. shit their pants. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's things avail. I shit myself when I came out of my mom. I was covered in shit. <laughs> well, a lot of women shit as well. Yeah, when they're like pushing. Yeah. yeah, that's what they tell you. It feels yeah. like you're like taking a shit. Yeah, like a big shit. Yeah. Yeah. But you've never taken a shit in your life. No, it's the first one. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. Finally, I think I'm gonna be on the ground shitting my pants. Yeah, it's gonna it's. <laughs> It's gonna be intense, but I think it's like the best kind of intense. Oh, it's beautiful! Yeah. It's beautiful. How life. many times do you get to do that in your life? Yeah, you created a I human. Know. It's crazy. Every time you look at this thing, you're like, "We made this you're thing." Like, you're me. Yeah. And that person. Yeah. So crazy. It's wild. really, it's really wild. Yeah.
But yo, Hawaii, I wanted to talk yeah. before I forget. I didn't yeah. mean to just segue into Hawaii. But <clears throat> it was your Instagram story that got me on this talking about each family only got $700. Mm -hmm. yeah. And like that really upset me. And I went to all the articles and I'm like, mm -hmm. that feels crazy. To Fucked me. up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot. I mean, we can talk about for hours about history and how about 20 minutes? Yeah. No, 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 no. But like, no, I, I want to make it brief because, yeah. because, uh, you know, we wouldn't do it justice. And also just know that indigenous people in Hawaii, you know, Hawaiians have been getting fucked over the entire, and we yeah. all know from even just native American history, it's just, it's all sorts of fucked. And the fact that like, it's still not going to stop. Like, I mean, everyone's going to try, like, especially this time, everything's so more transparent. But, you know, everything's coming out. And, like, that was, you know, I, uh, my locations guy for my last thing, which was a Hawaiian thing, he lives in Maui. So I called him right away. I said, yo, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. He said, but what I'm not fine with is what's about to come. Yeah. And I was like, well, he's like, dude, we've been through this before. Yeah. And, you know, like they're going to try to gentrify the shit out of Lahaina. All the local people are going to get pushed out. They're going to have to move out. People are going to get land grabs. You're going to see these fucking condos go up. He was like immediately like, watch the vulture starts. They're already circling. That's what he told me. And I was like, oh, shit. It's 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 gnarly stuff. And, um, you know, there's no simple answer. And everybody's just got to do their part and we'll see what yeah, happens. we're literally watching modern colonialism for sure you know like there wasn't television and media when yeah. the mexican-american war happened and yeah we basically put all our soldiers on the border between america and mexico and basically like lured them into doing something silly and then be like now we're gonna take your land yeah. mm -hmm. <clears throat> but it's not even just land it's like water rights all sorts of stuff that that we are now starting to learn and understand how like they you really can use water as a weapon mm -hmm. and and the, the this is the right of the hawaiian people these natural street because uh in hawaii it's called ahupua'a and basically the the water comes down from the mountains and what they the system they used to have is like a pizza slice and you send, you use only as much as you have, and you send the rest of the water down for the yeah. terra farms and all that stuff. And they've all been dammed up and diverted, and it's just not natural. And it's it's dude, people existed in a holistic, natural way before. And I'll, I'm not saying that that we can get back to that, but like, you know, the way not only the land but like the water, and there's all this sort of insidious shit that like. Even I'm learning living there that is so gnarly. Yeah. So bad. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how much we can go back to it. I would love to try, but I think it would really take all of the major nations coming together. And like, this is like some futuristic sci fi shit, but I really do think that like everyone just needs to be one country and yeah. then equitably share. But like, yeah. it's so fucking impossible. Like, look at our own country. Even when we vote for liberals, they're so they're so fucking corrupt. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, and I'm not trying to dog the party that I subscribe to and vote for, but like, I do think part of democracy is speaking up within your community yeah. and being like, yo, I don't think that we execute these laws and these policies in an equitable way, which we voted for. Yeah. I don't think the actions are reflecting what we're voting for. Yeah. You know, I heard your episode of uh, Rogan, and I, I remember you talking about this. And I think I, I wish we could do that. I really wish we could do that. It's just 
when cat like when it's like you know and you can't stop capitalism you know it's so strong that that's why i don't know i don't know if unless if the common language of money is involved mm-hmm. i think it's so hard to live as one yeah there's teams man and it's and it all has to do with money you know it's going to take a natural disaster it's yeah. going to take a force majeure something from another realm that strikes humans down for us to check ourselves yeah. and realize that like we actually should never have had this much freedom but you know that's what's crazy with covid is you would think that when that happened we all had to deal with that shit yeah and we still like not like didn't sk- it got worse yeah i was gonna say it got worse you after. saw half of the people didn't want to follow the rules they didn't want their freedom restricted yeah. even to wear a mask it was like crazy yeah, yeah. but and, and that was that was the force majeure that was that was the exodus type thing yeah. you know yeah. and it's it's going to take something but else. it was interesting because yeah. i do feel like in the beginning of covid there was a little bit of hope that yes. things would change yes there was and people you know, were there was conversations yeah, was yeah like there was yeah. definitely discourse around it and then it felt like it just got to a point and nobody cared anymore and it yeah. was like fuck it let's just you're right in. though in the beginning people were like well if this is going to help everybody yeah if so that it doesn't spread people were falling in line yeah so i think yeah you're right there was a this mm-hmm. moment of hope where where maybe we can all get mm-hmm. get along yeah. yeah yeah i think people innately do want to help other people like i don't think people are innately bad yeah and then i think that panic strikes and then it's just i'm gonna look out for myself because people feel that the government will never look out for them especially in this country so i think a lot of that distrust plays into the me versus them yeah i I would say all the places i've traveled there's three really really special places and they were very special to me and they opened my eyes because of man's relationship to the land and the other animals present Mm. and to each other hawaii jamaica mongolia Hawaii, so many different types of people mixing and the way that they have preserved natural resources and over the course of history had been sharing and stuff was very interesting. Obviously, they still had like tribal fights and battles like everything else, but there was like a line and boundary that they were not crossing, Mm. right? Jamaica was really interesting to me because so many people were brought as slaves and indentured servants from Africa, from india from china and they really do have a thing like in hawaii and jamaica where you could be japanese you could be chinese you could be indian you could be west african historically but they're like we're jamaican Uh and in hawaii it's like we're hawaiian yeah yeah right like people really buy in yeah and those two places are magical because i've never seen another country or place where people would shed their native skin and so this was like my big through line today was yeah, like, yeah i think a lot of people move to hawaii and they're like it's not as important to be chinese or japanese or filipino yeah we're buying into something new and i think that is what we're doing as a family yeah what mm-hmm. you're doing yeah. as a family i think that's very magical i think it's very progressive yeah and in the gobi desert it was just like it's man and desert in a relationship with a camel mm. because mm. people would live off the milk of the camel and make cheese shave the camel and uh, shave the goats and like mm-hmm. sell cashmere and yeah. they lived yeah. without killing the animal yeah. in a yurt and there was a there was a symbiotic and like great relationship yeah and yeah. i just think there are examples of how man can exist can we as american born and raised people turn back the clock and do it can anybody could chinese could russians do it i don't know yeah but i would 
be down to try. I mean, yeah, they they do it in Hawaii, like you're saying. I mean, look at the the, the disaster. Like the locals just sprung right into action, and every day just helping each other. So you know, I think it is possible, but the whole world is a, a hard sort of like it's hard to get everybody to get on the same yeah. page. Totally. That's because Hawaii is a tight knit community. Exactly, it's manageable, right? Yeah. And it's like, and you have to be accountable too in Hawaii. Yeah. Because yeah. it's an island. You like your reputation yeah. matters. Yeah. Like, same with Jamaica. Like everybody know each yeah. other, and your reputation matters, and your community matters, and in a lot of way, kind of similar in Taiwan too. Yeah. Yeah, it's an island. Yeah, Taiwan's that's, very much the same too. Yeah, that's the one thing that I think. If I look at it, I'm like, it's usually these smaller communities that do it right like scandinavian mm. countries they do yeah. it right but they're, it's such a small scale so i worry yeah. like when we talk about this like one government one country one nation thing it's like does that get lost yeah because I you think... don't have those communities that hold you accountable and like you're not so in tune with the people around you it's kind of just like everyone yeah i think it's about getting people to buy into the fact that it's community you yeah. benefit mm -hmm. from community. Yeah. I think in America, in a lot of ways, people don't see each other as community. It's no. like me versus you, me versus that neighborhood. Well, we talk I about it all line. the time. It's like alarming if somebody rings your doorbell. Like yeah. it's, it's crazy to know your neighbors. Yeah, it's That's such a gift. Like we don't have that here anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So your community, your literal direct community around you, you're so disconnected to them. It's one of the symptoms and consequences of globalism and travel is that the more freedom and globalism you have in a lot of ways, you become strangers to the people next to you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, That's it's a true. a really crazy thing to it's say. It's true. Yeah, I remember even amongst Asians in high school, it was like you'd fight other people from the other city over. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. why? Now thinking about it, it was so fucking stupid. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, but yeah, you would go yeah. fucking scrap with like the next city over. You're like, yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. We you were like, always fighting with West city. Orange. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my high school, Dr. Phillips was always fighting West Orange just for no reason. Yeah. Like, let's go fuck up their trucks. All yeah. right. There's always that like rivalry where you don't know where it stemmed from. You yeah. just like it's not like we decided where we were gonna live. Our yeah. parents did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're like I'm just here. Yeah, I'm like, gonna throw a brick through this car because yeah. yeah. that's that's our culture. <laughs> for sure. But no, I know Craig. You got a hard out, so like. Justin, thank you so much for yeah. coming, bro. I, I like yeah. hope we get there. Damn, dude, I feel like gypped, man. No. I know we like... have a phone conversation yeah. too. It's been incredible. <laughs> but no, you're gonna hang, Craig. Yeah, Craig's yeah, gotta yeah, pack yeah. up. My bad. Like, My bad. No, you're not, dude. We you're love you. Yeah. It's all good. This is bro, amazing. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Of course, dude. Amazing. Yeah. Awesome. We'll hang Jesus. out. All right, yes. thank you, Craig. Craig. My pleasure. You cut. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, bro. Damn. Yeah.